0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Keep It Cute podcast. I'm your host, Amber Simone, and today I have a very special guest by the name of Jada (laughs) Mans-Wadsworth. How are you today, Jada? I'm doing good. How are you, Amber? I'm doing amazing, y'all. It's 2023, the year just begun. This is my first recorded podcast this year, and I'm so happy that Jada is here to join me. let the people know where you are traveling from today i'm traveling from portland oregon and where are you going to
1: school i go to Perryview a&m university the best hbcu out there i'm a senior i graduated may
0: congratulations jada and congrats to all the seniors out there graduating this year and anyone who has just graduated in 2022 i know entering 2023 can be a lot of stress sometimes with all of the New Year's resolutions, New Year's goal. Everyone has some vast major goal that they want to accomplish, but I feel like this is the year of setting realistic expectations, and I think it's so important to be real with yourself and make sure that you're setting those smaller goals along the way. So, Jada, do you have any New Year's resolutions or anything that you're looking forward to this year?
1: Mm. Let me think. I think one for sure is going to be going to the gym, you know, staying consistent, trying to just have like maintain like a schedule for myself and like balancing that with school and everything like that. And yeah, so definitely the gym for one. Health as well. Two... I think this is really a big goal for me, just graduating. I know that I'm going to graduate in May, and I'm super excited. But I just want to keep going, you know, making sure I'm getting good grades, everything like that, having the best semester ever with my friends. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, I think just like maintaining really good relationships with my boyfriend, my friends, my family, you know, reaching out to them a lot this year and just letting them know that, you know, I'm here for them. I want them to be there for me and just I want their support. So really just maintain like those healthy relationships for sure this year. Love you, Amber? to
0: hear it. Girl, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is a it's a cute combo. Keep okay. it cute now. <laughs> So for me, I definitely will say one of my biggest things I'm looking forward to, and as you can see, 2023, I launched my podcast, Keep It Cute, so I definitely want to stay consistent with all of my passion projects and anything that I'm working on. Okay. Consistency is key, and my mom tells me this all the time, so especially with this new project, I feel like I haven't started something new in a long time, so I am really looking forward to this podcast and really running the podcast, meeting new people. I feel like it's really important for me. It's something I do in my day to day at work. It's something I do outside of work, but just meeting new personalities and diving deeper into who people really are. It's always been really fun for me just connecting with others. Mm -hmm. I'd say a second, I don't necessarily wanna say a resolution, but something I would like to work on. Definitely financial wellness Mm. and my knowledge around finances. Every year I learn something new, but there's always more to learn. I will never know everything, and I feel like that's an important place to be and something to realize. There's so much information out in the world, and I'm like, yeah, I think I can do better with my finances. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, I definitely will say self-care and not even self-care in a broad sense, But last year I told myself, I'm gonna go to the spa more. I'm gonna get body scrubs, I'm gonna get facials and massages. When I tell you, I did none of that. (laughs) Like I didn't I never did any of it. So I am so looking forward to randomly, maybe it's a random Tuesday after work, going to get a massage, getting more pedicures. One thing I do stay with done is my nails. (laughs) I don't play with my nails. I love that. (laughs) Now my nails is at least I typically go once a month. And when I get my nails done, I am a Gel X girly at heart. I used to do acrylic, and then I did the builder gel. I've tried so many things, but I have found a home in Gel X. So definitely (laughs) focusing on self-care a lot more for 2023. Now that we have done intros, we're going to jump into our first story of the night. Our first story is titled, My Boyfriend, Mel, 19, Doesn't Want Me female 17 to go party without him and it makes him uncomfortable What? Skrr. boy bye <laughs> exactly i'm gonna stop at exactly see that's why i'm drinking these hard cells <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my god i, know, I am bro i going to think you're gonna know, just bark it just straight <laughs> whoa who do you think <laughs> i am a man a 40 year old <laughs> man what <laughs> no, that's
1: awesome. i'm dead okay
0: okay let's get into it tldr i wanted to go to a party for new year's with my friends instead of passing it with him and that hurt him but that doesn't mean i don't love him i need a little advice I want to know what should I say and what should happen between us to make things work. So I'm going to go into the full story and then Jada and I are going to give our two cents on what this 17 year old girl should do about this situation. (laughs) It's been now two months. I'm with my boyfriend. I love him so much. And we even talk about marriage one day, but the thing is, He was really toxic before being with me, the way this be written sometimes. So he still has some toxic traits we're trying to change together. Yesterday was New Year's Eve, and we were going to see each other after midnight. But we saw each other the whole day before New Year's, and we're going to see each other the next day. And we even spent two weeks together. So I called him and told him if I could go to a party with my friends for New Year's instead of spending it with him. He ended by saying that he would be really hurt if I went to a party without him. So I called and tried to convince him to let me go, but he got angry because he would never try to change my mind if something bothered me. Like if he was the one going to a party and I'd say, no, I don't want you to, he wouldn't even try to convince me. And he says that he doesn't want me to go out without him because he loves me and that's a proof of love. We gonna talk about what love is after this. Mm -hmm. At the end, I didn't go to the party and waited for him to come home. This girl is 17, y'all. Waited for him? When we talked about it, he cried and started saying that he felt like he was nothing to me and that I didn't love him as much as he does because he would prefer to pass New Year's with me than with anyone else. And he said that I chose a party over him and that he would never even think about that because he's going to live in Germany in a month. So he wants to pass the most time possible with me and especially New Year's because we don't know if that could ever happen again. Why is this the last New Year's y'all ever spending together if y'all in a relationship? But I digress. (laughs) After that, I said that maybe I'm not good enough for him and that he deserves better and a breakup would be better for him. Well, I really didn't want that. So now he thinks I don't love him as much as he does and that I want to break up with him. So going back to the question, the girl needs advice. She wants to know what should she say and what should happen between them to make things work. Jada, I'm gonna kick it off to you. So if you were in her shoes, and your man's is telling you, "Sis, you cannot go to that party without me," what is your response?
1: My response is, "I'm gonna go have fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let him <them> know. <laughs>
1: I, I'm gonna go do me, okay? Because one, I don't need you to be my protector at a party. If you don't come with me, you need to trust me that I'm being loyal, that I'm just kicking it, having fun with my friends." Simple as that.
0: Let him know. Also, too, it comes down to trust as well. Seriously. And so when I was reading the story, I remember the first time I saw this, I was like, okay. I remember I wanted to spend New Year's Eve with my boyfriend. (laughs) And I feel like it's a very normal thing where it's like you want that New Year's kiss and Mm -hmm. you want to enter the new year with each other. Mm -hmm. But like in his case, he doesn't want her to party at at all without him. So I think that's red flag number one. She also said before they even got together, he had some toxic ways. Have those toxic ways been resolved? I don't think so. Probably not. The guy is 19. I think that's what she said in the story. So I'm like, they're so young. And it's kind of like a manipulation tactic where you're trying to get the person, you know, (laughs) trying to guilt trip them Mm -hmm. into not doing things. And that definitely is emotionally taxing and it's just a toxic trait to have in a relationship.
1: No, seriously, I agree with that. I also feel like, you know, with him being two years older, you know, he lived his life a little bit. You know, with her being 17, she Mm -hmm. needs to still be out there, you know,
0: live it up and just kind of, you know, be young and carefree. So Jada, how old were you when you got with your boyfriend right now?
1: I was
0: 19. 19, (laughs) okay. And how old was your boyfriend at the time? 19 <laughs> oh he was also 19 yeah I he was a year younger no five five and a half months oh wow <laughs> okay okay so you guys are pretty much the yeah. same age mm-hmm. so i guess like my question for you is how did you guys try and start those healthy boundaries when it came to going out with friends or spending time with one another like did you guys start scheduling date nights Mm -hmm. or did you schedule certain nights with your girlfriends what is something that you did that you might recommend to someone else for example the girl in the story Mm -hmm. going forward or if she goes forward at all with this guy who's like you need to stay home it's do or die
1: I think what I would suggest probably is just trying to have a healthy balance in the schedule like for me and my boyfriend we knew that you know since we live in the same apartment complex i'm going to be seeing him every day so when i had the weekends free to me and my girlfriends were like jada we trying to go out. We trying to hang out. We trying to do, you know, this and that. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come right with y'all because I haven't seen y'all in a minute. I see my boyfriend pretty much every other day. You know, we always kind of end the night off with each other, you know, going to the library, just studying with each other. So I'm always with him. So I kind of had to find like that healthy balance where I was like, OK, dude, on the weekends, if your friends are asking you to go out, you need to go out because you haven't seen your friends. You haven't seen your homegirls. You know, you're trying to go turn up and whatnot. So I think definitely the biggest suggestion I would recommend her is just, you know, having that balance, you know, having a schedule, you know. If your boyfriend said he wants to go out Friday night, okay, have that Friday night. But then if, you, if your friends are asking, oh, let's go for, like, drinks or let's go hang out later that night, I definitely think you should do both. If your boyfriend's asking you, let's hang out on Friday and Saturday, be like, no, babe, I think I want to go see my friends, you know, hang out with them. We can do Friday night. We do a little date night, you know, whatever. But Saturday night, I'm going to be with my girls
0: let them know Mm -hmm. i think distinguishing that line is so important because you also never want to be that one girl who got into the relationship dropped all of her friends for this guy or girl whoever it may be and then when this person does not lead up to your expectations Mm -hmm. then you're left with nothing It's really important to make sure that you find that balance for your friends, your romantic life, your family as well. You definitely don't want to forget them either because it's so easy to forget about everything and be in la-la land when you're with this one person. I just know for a fact this girl in the story, it's so unfortunate because they've been together for about two months like Come on. BFFR. B for real. <laughs> <laughs> also, this young man needs to be serious because he's moving to Germany in a month. Jada, what are your thoughts on that? I
1: mean, the fact that you got into a relationship, y'all dating for two months already, you know this girl is head over heels for you. I'm just trying to think like, what are you expecting? Like, you're bringing a long distance into the relationship now. How is she supposed to go to parties and enjoy herself,
0: but she can't go without you? I don't understand that. The foundation all around is rocky. Mm -hmm. It just does not seem like it's going to work in the long haul. And going back to the girl's question, she asked, I want to know what should I say? Right now, there's nothing really to say. I feel like she showed an action and she stayed behind, which I wish the girl would've went to the party, Mm -hmm. but she stayed behind because supposedly her staying at home shows a proof of love. Y'all, that is manipulation. That is not love. When someone asks you if you do X, then this will be the result. And it's a negative, I don't know, like for negative advances for the other person, it just don't make sense. I
1: feel you, I feel you.
0: So at the end of the day, Do you all think this young woman should stay or should she go?
1: Your man is leaving you to Germany. Are you going to go visit him? Is he going to come visit you?
0: You're 17.
1: Think about it. I think they, I think she should leave. I think she I think he needs to go. And I think she needs to find better. Or even you don't even have to date. You don't need nobody to, you know, love on you. Love on yourself, girl. Love on yourself.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And even too, like there's so many fish in the sea, I promise you. So many. And at the end of the day, not every and I speak from the heart. And it just depends who you run into. But I want to say not every man is out to manipulate you, which I know that to be true because I know some really great men in my life, some older father figures in my life, my own partner, friends who I've seen live up to those expectations. So this one person who's going to be light years away from you. I don't think it's the end of the world to just call it quits at that point. Girl, you are 17. You have your life ahead of you. Mm -hmm. This one boy in this point in time, I promise you this is not it. Also, this is no way for anyone to enter their New Year's. At the beginning of the episode, we talked about New Year's resolutions, goals, things we're looking forward to, and I just feel like this energy is not something you need to continue, especially in a new chapter of your life. So when this young man goes to Germany, let him be, and girl, you have your life ahead of you. Now, I hope this young girl takes a little bit of our advice, but now we're going to move on to a very particular question that I specifically wanted to ask while Miss Jada was here. I know her and I have very strong personalities. Mm -hmm. Jada, what's your sign? I'm an Aries. Oh, she's an Aries. Let's get into it, okay. I'm an Aries (laughs) too, y'all. March 28th. April 3rd. Let them know. Mm -hmm. So I actually forgot that we were both Aries. So this question becomes even better. (laughs) So I found this question online and it asks, hyper independent, which I'm like, okay. The emphasis is a little unnecessary, Mm -hmm. but it says hyper independent women how do you deal with challenging relationships? And I don't necessarily want to focus on just romantic relationships. It can be friendships. It can be with family members, whatever it may be. And the person says, I want to hear from women with traumatic child. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we put out some I know. Hold on. Hold on. I mean,
1: you can say it, but.
0: Yeah. No, I'm going to say it, but okay. <laughs> I'm going to rephrase it, too, because I'm okay. like, damn, pump, it's like, damn. the breaks. So this user says, I want to hear from women with traumatic childhoods, which has led to a need to be right and perfect and functional at all times while being fully independent. How do you deal with relationship issues in a healthy manner? That is a very interesting question it sounds like the person had just a little animosity towards you know independent women in the slightest but I think like the way I see it especially for myself so growing up I was an only child I am no longer an only child but that is a story and a podcast for another day that is for a whole another day because we gonna need some hours Mm -hmm. But more so, I grew up an only child. It was really just me and my mom. So my mom was like my best friend. Like she was my girlfriend. She's still my girlfriend. When she calls me, I'm like, hey girl, what's up? Like, I don't know. Like, that's my that's my partner. So growing up in a household with really only women, I had grandfathers, I had uncles, but not necessarily always in the same house with me. So when I see a woman, I see my mom doing all these things herself. I think that was ingrained in me when I was younger. So obviously I carry a lot of her traits. My boyfriend will say to this day, like you are your mom, not even just the way I look, but he's like the way you sound, the attitude, the phrases. He's like, everything you do is your mom. And I'm like, "Eh, I guess I've accepted it at this point. But the person asked about hyper independent women and, you know, always being right and perfect. Honestly, growing up in that environment not only contributed to that, but also being an Aries. Mm. Y'all, we are on fire at all times. Okay, not even at all times, it takes a specific moment for us to get to that point of fieriness, and then you will see the flames. (laughs) So at the end of the day, being raised by a single mother And also being an Aries and going back to always being, air quotes, right and perfect. I think for me, it really comes down to realizing and accepting my flaws. Because I feel like when you are in a state where it's like, no. I'm right. I'm 100% sure I'm right. When you can accept that you are wrong, that's when you'll start to see change. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing that showed me that was being in a healthy relationship with my now boyfriend because the way when we get in arguments, it's not a screaming match. It's never a screaming match. If anybody's screaming, I'm not talking. I don't talk to people who scream. We talk to each other. We mm-hmm. communicate. So when it comes down to how we communicate, I think I had to ingrain a lot of patience in myself because when I tell you a lot of people don't tell me about myself, but Brandon Towns <laughs> gonna tell me about myself. So it really, he did help me kind of see my flaws and kind of realize like, okay, there are some things I do need to work on. All right. And I think for a lot of other people, too, it comes down to plain old therapy. When you get down to the root of why you are acting a certain way, where this was birthed from, when it started, I feel like it's easier to realize how to fix the problem versus ignoring it. So for me, I feel like being a very independent woman and always wanting to be right, I had to take a step back and be like, no, sis, you're wrong. All right, Miss Jada. So what are your thoughts on being a hyper independent woman who always has to be right and perfect? How do you go about resolving issues in your relationships?
1: Well, honestly, I feel like the way that I deal with my relationship issues through a healthy manner is having great healthy communication skills.
0: Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I think just like, with my, current, with my now current boyfriend, you know, he really taught me about communication, and I really never knew, like, how it was to listen to the other person's perspective, but the fact that, you know, he sat me down, and he was like, okay, you told me how you feel, well, let me tell you how I feel, and let's try to work through that. And I was like, wow, like, okay, you understand what I'm going through, so I need to listen from your perspective and hear your opinion and then hear your suggestions about how we should fix this certain issue.
0: I love that, Jada. Thank you. I feel like it's so important to have a partner or a friend who's really honest with you. It's really vital to have honest people in your life, especially going into 2023. Mm -hmm. We don't need nobody lying to us. Seriously. Like having those people who can kind of be a reflection for you and Mm -hmm. show you who you are and let you know, here are the things I love about you, but also to maybe hear some things that we can improve on together that's the way i typically go about a lot of like issues is really not trying to dump it all on that Mm. one person because at the end of the day it always takes two to tango so that's beautiful i think it's really important especially to have a partner be honest with you and be like you know what i love you boo but you gotta work on this you
1: got to work on it
0: (laughs) you got some things to work on Now that we have wrapped up that last segment, I want to get into our last question of the night. I feel like this is very relevant to 2023 and us only being about, what, five days into the new year. Mm-hmm. So the question is Girls who didn't have any hobbies before, and I also want to be vocal, this is also for my guys out there. How did you find your hobbies? Question mark. Help a bored girl out. She then goes on to say, so as I'm unemployed, I spend most of my days in front of the screen, in front of my computer, applying for jobs. During my free time, sometimes I read, but since my mind is already stuffed from being in front of the computer, I don't read as much. I get tired really quickly. I am living in a rural town with my parents for the moment and my partner, who is not with me for the moment because he is abroad. He tells me I should get a hobby, but he suggests drawing, but I can't draw for ish. Knitting, but I can't afford materials. Learning to code, but that's sitting longer in front of the computer. There's always a but. I try working out, but as I'm not in good health, I cannot do this for long. I can't seem to find anything I like. I wonder if anyone was going through a rough time and found a new hobby, and how? Does it bring you joy? When do you do it? I feel like that's a really good question. That's a
1: really good question.
0: Especially, like, as we're starting this new year, I feel like typically people try and pick up new things. Even if you don't know how to do it, what are some ways that you go about finding hobbies? Or what are some of your hobbies, Jada? Some of my hobbies include,
1: um, I like to vlog for TikTok, you know, it's just like a little little hobby of mine, you know, not too much. What's but... your TikTok handle?
0: <laughs> you me? I'm trying oh, to no. shameless plug you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to plug you. Let me just make sure, <laughs> make sure I get the right one. <laughs> oh, Lord, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Why you you asking that question
1: ever? Girl, okay. you don't want the people to know? You right. Aren't you a vlogger? You right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Jada J-M, MW2001.
0: Okay, now,
1: okay.
0: now as a vlogger, I guess what do you enjoy about vlogging, and how did you get into vlogging?
1: Well, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I saw my big cousin Amber. Aww, oh wait, I, did. I didn't. Well, I didn't mean to. Wait, that, do I say c- cousin? Girl, I don't know that Oh, okay. I'm, I'm making sure that You said guest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Well, I always related. gonna
0: introduce you as a guest. Bro. Oh,
1: okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Here we go. So how I got into vlogging, honestly, watching Amber be a YouTuber and a social media influencer, I was like, let me get on that, Not okay? Like, I wanna I wanna do I wanna do what she does, you know? So seeing her do it, have fun with it, you know, do reviews and everything like that, I was like okay, Jada, maybe you could do it too. She could be your mentor. She can give you tips, how to reach your audience. So I was like, you know, you're a college student. Maybe there's people out in the world. Maybe there's other college students who want to know what your daily life is. Or, you know, you're get ready with me. So I was like, let me just do it. I mean, especially at HBCU, there's always something going down at my HBCU, okay? Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me just record everything. And then... Before I knew it, everyone started liking it, you know. Other uh, HBCUs started liking it. I was like, okay, Jada, you're kind of getting some attention. I like this. <laughs> so I really took vlogging kind of serious because of her. So, I mean, it's a really great hobby. I enjoy editing. I enjoy, you know, taking videos daily. I just enjoy, like, the social media type of aspect. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, Jada, don't gas me now. I had to. Love to hear it. I feel like that's so important though. Like you mentioned being all over the place, but right now I right. feel like it's good to be all over the place mm-hmm. with your content because it's the personality and the vlog videos that I've right. been popping off. Like I've seen these girls overnight going to millions of followers. Crazy. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And when I read about them, It's really them sitting down, they're using their voice on their platform, they're showing you moment by moment, minute by minute, and some people have asked me, they're like, do people really care about that stuff? My thing is, you may not, but there are 54 million other people watching X person's video when they wake up in the morning, brush their teeth, put their socks on, so I promise you there is somebody who does care. It may not be you, but- These influencers have fans, like diehard fans. And that's why, too, a lot of brands, they love to work with influencers now, sometimes even more than celebrities. And people will fight me on that. (laughs) But it's true because they have such a cult following of people who follow them on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Like, there are so many outlets for creators to express themselves. And if you really know how to work it, you'll be set just show your personality Mm -hmm. if you have a jumble of things you want to work on right now be that fashion content creator be that beauty creator be that lawyer be that travel vlogger because i have seen it done Mm -hmm.
1: i know that's right i love
0: that (laughs) (laughs) and i think for myself like even going into certain hobbies so I'll let you guys know how I kind of got into podcasting. I'm not gonna make it super long, but I feel like it probably should be a longer episode. So ever since I was little, I used to be in spelling bees. And my mom used to have me read the dictionary when I came home from school, like sis was intense. Also, by the way, she is a teacher. So this makes even more sense. And when I was younger, I feel like it was always about grammar, spelling, this, that, just the English language in general. And it really followed me throughout my entire life. So when I was in school and the teacher would ask, does anybody want to read? I'm sitting there shooting my hand up. And then obviously the kids are like, there goes eager ass Amber trying to read the book again. And then like, I was like, all right, I'll give somebody else a chance. And so this followed me up until like high school. And so my thing is nobody raising their hand to read. I'm like, y'all, the, the words are on the page. Might as well. I'm like, you no, know, like I, I'm here, like I'm down to do it. And so I would always wait until nobody raised their hand. And so eventually when I got to college, I started doing YouTube videos. And I think being sitting right in front of a camera, it helped me tremendously to speak. Like it really helped my speech. I feel like the more you do it, the better you are at it. And so I started looking into voice acting jobs. Mm. Uh, I actually, one of the jobs I always wanted when I was younger was to read to kids in a library, like children's books. So like to use my voice in some way and then something people have told me. And Mm. I actually, I really hate talking about myself and I feel like it's something I need to work on in 2023. <laughs> because I'm like, it's always a problem. I get so like nervous about it. But honestly, everybody gash yourself up from time to time because we deserve it. If it's not you, then who? Come on, <laughs> like, yo, you real? got like, If it's not you, then who? If you're not about to gash yourself up, why is somebody else going to feel obligated to? Anyways, so when I got older, I was like, all right, let me... Gas myself up a little bit, and people would tell me like, Amber, your voice is so like, you know, how do how I describe it? People would say like, Amber, your voice is so soothing, but you're so like direct, and like I was like, okay, that's interesting. And when I tell you so, guys, I DM'd the Calm app, and I wanted to be like a voice actor. I was like, y'all pick me, I want to be on your next commercial. <laughs> oh I ain't get no response. <laughs> but that's not the point is shoot your shot and i was like what other way can i use my voice and here we are now on this podcast Mm -hmm. and i feel like that was one of the things that led me into this current hobby is obviously my childhood so find things that made your younger self happy and try and implement that into who you are now
1: I love that for you, Amber. I love that you're just doing big things with your life, okay?
0: <laughs> Jada. We out here glowing. We over here growing.
1: Look at that. just Yes, hair flourishing. You see yes. the curls today.
0: <laughs> we just self-improving, and I love that. Yeah, so I think for anybody, when you – and it really – I'm not trying to be no motivational speaker or nothing, <laughs> but when you really d- dig deep within and you think about what made me happy when I was younger, or even when you think about when you're not – working like for school or for someone else what are those things that you find yourself doing is it cooking Mm -hmm. like do you really enjoy making that peanut butter and jelly sandwich (laughs) go on tiktok and start making different desserts Mm -hmm. or i don't know what that may be but i do think Find those things that bring you joy outside of, you know, those stressful nine to fives. But it's like, what are you doing after that nine to five? Do you go see movies? Maybe you could be a movie critic on the side. Like, they hire people for these things. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I feel like when you find that passion project, it'll lead you to other avenues. Mm -hmm. And from there, the rest is history.
1: Honestly, guys, I think if you just get up and be like, I'm gonna do this one day. And yeah, if I am not starting out the best, that's okay. Cause I can still, I can keep improving myself. I can keep trying to learn different tips. So honestly, just take that risk and just be like, you know, this, you only, you only live once. Why not just do it? If it don't work out, that's okay. You can find a different hobby. There are so many hobbies. And honestly, like, if you're not taking a risk, I mean, what you doing in 2023?
0: Take risk on yourself all <laughs> year, y'all. Seriously. Yeah. My thing is, Even when I started this podcast, I was like, oh my God, Like I'm so, not even stressed about it, but you want things to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I feel like never wait for anything to be perfect to start it. I feel like once you start it, you can always improve on it. And then it only goes up from there. If you started from the bottom, where else can you go? Up. (laughs) Like y'all listen to her. (laughs) But no, thank you so much for tuning in today. On the Keep It Cute podcast, Jada, I appreciate you for being here today. (laughs) Congratulations on everything that you were doing. Keep making that content. I cannot wait to see you graduate. And y'all will catch me next week. And don't forget to follow at Keep It Cute Pod on social media. Thank you for joining, y'all. Good night.